Welcome to Mediation Today, a program brought to you by Vesnatsa Tichanin, a Canberra lawyer and mediator. Every episode introduces an experienced Australian mediator to talk about mediation training, development, ethics and practice. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of the ACT land, the Ngunnawal people. Dear listeners, welcome to another episode of Mediation Today. My guest in today's episode is a mediator from Sydney, Lara Bishkov. Good morning, Lara, and welcome to my program Mediation Today. Good morning, Vesna. I feel very honoured to be your guest today. And I also applaud you for taking the initiative to host a program on a topic which we're both passionate about. Oh, thank you. Lara was admitted as a legal practitioner in 1994 after graduating from Macquarie University with a Bachelor of Laws and Bachelor of Economics. Lara has practiced across state and federal courts as a litigator, representing national clients and New South Wales and Commonwealth government agencies, providing legal and claims management advice. Lara's natural interest in litigation and systems for dispute resolution drew her towards mediation. In 2012, Lara trained as a mediator and became accredited under the National Mediator Accreditation System through the Law Society of New South Wales. Lara's mediation clients range from multinational corporations, residential colleges, private entities, and she was appointed as a sessional mediator to the Personal Injury Commission of New South Wales this year. Lara, I usually ask my guests to tell our listeners a bit about themselves, some bits and pieces or an anecdote that make you, you. From your childhood or your school years, where did you grow up? Now, I grew up halfway between Newcastle and Maitland in a town called Ferrisfield and then Thornton. I lived with my parents who were self-employed and demonstrated how diligence and determination pays off and my younger sister and brother. I went to the local primary and high schools and weekends were spent swimming at Newcastle and Merriweather beaches. I don't think I'm biased when I say they are the best beaches on the eastern coast of Australia. Summer childhood holidays were spent on the Gold Coast. I loved those days as I've always found water to be relaxing and restorative. I decided to study law as I loved reading and wanted to help people. As an 18-year-old, I didn't quite know what that would look like, but I thought that law would satisfy those interests. So I moved to Sydney to go to university as Newcastle University had not at that stage established their law faculty. Fast forward a few years, I started practicing as a lawyer, married and had three children. Outside of working, I enjoy volunteering in various capacities. I still love reading and I unwind and ground myself with yoga and walking our family dog. I still enjoy beach holidays with regular family trips to Noosa in Queensland. Thank you for sharing this with us. You, you've taken me by your story and I'm thinking about all those beaches and I'm thinking about your <laughs> lovely family and three children. But let's move on to the present and with all of that and, and that lovely upbringing, with an impressive skill set of a civil litigation lawyer, could you please tell us why did you shift your focus from being a lawyer to being a mediator? Well, Vesna, after practicing as a lawyer in litigation, I experienced the scenario time after time of matters resolving on the day of the hearing. 
And I was also involved in many conciliation conferences in the Administrative Appeals Tribunal, where the parties were encouraged to settle. I saw firsthand the benefits in settling before proceeding to court, and I decided that I would actually like to be a part of that resolution process. So I saw that mediation was a way of the parties retaining control over the outcome without leaving the decision making up to a judge. So that's why I decided to shift my practice from lawyer to mediator, which I did in 2012. Mm. And as a mediator, with that feeling that you enable parties to be in control of the outcome, how do you feel? What do you bring to a mediation? I felt that my background in being a lawyer means that I can understand the pressures that lawyers face, how they have to make recommendations to their clients and the persuasive styles they need to employ. So I can help them, help their client see the other party's perspective. Vesna, I'm a very practical person and I feel I'm able to maintain professional poise under pressure. I'm diplomatic and respectful and have the capacity to balance competing issues between multiple parties. I aim to bring a feeling of calm to the room and I draw on my communication and listening skills in particular to build rapport with the lawyers and their clients. Sometimes lawyers aren't involved, so I am careful to use a calm voice and employ empathy and understanding so I can clearly explain the process of mediation and what can, they can expect from me. And when you think about all those aspects of mediation and a mediation process of which you are part, how do you see concrete benefits of mediation, especially in that area that you sort of used to practice before and you practice now as a mediator in personal injury matters, for example? Yeah, that's a really good question, Vesta. I believe that one of the key benefits of mediation is the ability of participants in a mediation to retain control over the outcome. It allows the opportunity for them to tell their story in a confidential setting. I recall one of the very first mediations I facilitated involved two people who worked together side by side, yet the mediation was the first time they actually talked about the issues which drove them apart. So I was really confronted with the power of mediation and how creating a safe and comfortable and confidential setting can really allow people to express the heart of the issues that have led to the, the conflict or dispute. I feel it's a, a really great privilege to be invited to sit with people in a dispute, to be entrusted to listen to their stories. And mediation is an important way in which their voice can be heard. And as you mentioned, Vesna, some of my work involves conducting mediations in the Personal Injury Commission. So the Personal Injury Commission resolves disputes between people who were injured in motor accidents and also in workplaces in New South Wales and it resolves the disputes with their insurer and employers. It's a statutory tribunal within the New South Wales judicial system, which is actually committed to providing an independent dispute resolution service. I find that in those personal injury matters, especially claims involving psychiatric and psychological claims, being able to resolve without the stress and uncertainty associated with litigation can really be quite healing for those claimants. And I personally find it rewarding to be part of a future-focused process that mediation can offer. Being a member of the Personal Injury Commission of New South Wales, it must be, I don't know, I'm just thinking, 
when you run, maybe if you can just draw that parallel or, 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 or juxtapose the two, when you run mediation that is organized in your private capacity, let's say, you know, someone comes mm -hmm. to you and asks you to mediate in a matter. Are there any similarities or differences between the two processes? Yeah, there is quite a, a difference. In private mediations, I find that the individuals are more involved and often they don't have lawyers involved. Some of the time it's uh, just the individuals, whereas in the Personal Injury Commission, lawyers are always involved and uh, the claimants in particular will have counsel briefed as well. So often the claimants choose not to say anything uh, because they're legally represented but I always invite them to participate and to say something and to be involved if, if mm. they wish. And I, but I think for, in particular for psychiatric or psychological claims, uh, sometimes that mediation involves a way of resolving their claim without having to relive all the horrible events that have brought them to mediation in the Personal Injury Commission. That's a really useful and powerful way, I think, that the, the Commission is able to operate and uh, bring resolution to those claims. Lara, you told me that you quite enjoy juggling teaching at university and mediating. There must be something that makes it very satisfying for you. Thanks, Vesna. I've demonstrated a commitment to lifelong learning in the evolution of my professional careers, which has traversed practicing law, teaching law, and mediating. I've been teaching at the University of New South Wales since 2013, a core subject called Resolving Civil Disputes. And that subject teaches an understanding of how to evaluate and select the most appropriate resolution technique for a civil dispute through processes of negotiation, mediation, arbitration and litigation. And the course looks at the vital role of litigation and questions whether a broader view of justice may be taken and how the courts and ADR interact. I enjoy the connection with the next generation of future lawyers and sharing my knowledge and experience. Though I have to admit 20 year olds can be a demanding crowd so I have learned a lot about effective and engaging communication. <laughs> I'm sure you have. <laughs> Laura, you are also a volunteer judge in various educational competitions, such as the Law Society Mock Mediation Competition and the UNSW Negotiation and Mediation Competitions. Tell me a bit more about that. I mean, I myself haven't participated in any of those competitions. It must be fun. It is a lot of fun. Um, so the last two weeks actually have been pretty busy. I've judged the grand final of the negotiation competition at UNSW and also uh, just last week the Law Society of New South Wales mock mediation competition, which is a competition that's open to high school students in year nine and ten. And negotiation is at the heart of so many interactions. And to see this being formally taught and embraced by young people is so really encouraging for harmonious relationships. Teaching the youth to engage in discussions in a respectful manner about issues that can cause them concern or conflict are skills that they can really draw on at any time. It's not something that only lawyers can engage in. And 
the students, when they participate in these competitions, either at university or at the high school level, they really come to light. I really think they really enjoy the acting out the character roles that they participate in. So I really enjoy sharing my knowledge and giving back to the community through those competitions and also some mentoring programs. And I've been involved in those since becoming a mediator. Yes, mentoring is such an important area for mediation and for mediators. And even, uh, you know, in, in situations where you're not directly coaching or mentoring mediators, but let's say young students, law students, I think that it's the lifelong learning and learning and teaching mediation skills should be part of every mediator's activity, I believe. What do you think? I agree. I agree. And I guess one thing that is that strikes me as being different between a lawyer in a large practice and being a mediator, being a sole practitioner, is that being a lawyer, uh, there was always a lot of people around me, other lawyers, uh, older people who could, who could mentor me and I could bounce ideas off. Mm. Uh, whereas being a mediator, being a sole practitioner, can be a little bit isolating. So over the last few years, I've really found a lovely group of fellow mediators who we share ideas with and share stories with, obviously in a confidential setting and not not without revealing any names, but are able to share our own mediation experience. And I find that that is a mutual mentoring peer group session. um, I find that to be particularly useful. Yeah, and it's that support network of people that that I always find welcome. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Lara, you recently announced that after 10 years in practice, you finally decided to update your own website. (laughs) I went and visited and it looks beautiful. What was the inspiration behind that decision? Well, after 10 years, I felt it was time for a refreshed look to my website. So a wonderfully creative lady, Julia Gottlieb of Amadeus Brand, worked with me to create my new website. And Julia has a delightful way of uncovering information through her discovery process, where she drew on my background, where I grew up, where I liked to holiday, what I like to do to relax, and how I wanted to portray myself. And she suggested the calming colours of Newcastle. Those sandy tones and the azure blues and of the sky and water, that's what she drew on. And I found that the discovery process that she employed reminded me of the mediation model where you can explore the issues and draw out the interests. So I really enjoyed that process. I feel that my my website uh, reflects me as a person and also the qualities that I bring as a mediator. It's definitely inviting for people to to find out more about you and mm-hmm. contact you. And could you tell us now that you, we've got an opportunity, what's the website address and maybe your phone number if people wanted to contact you? Yes, so my website is larabishkov.com and email is lara at larabishkov.com and my phone number is 0417 Thank you for that. The last bits, I always like hearing people's life motto, a saying that you follow. Is there anything like that for you? I think my motto for mediations would be that from conflict can come growth and understanding. 
And what does that mean for you? I always try and look at the bright side of things and have a positive spin. I think that this motto allows the shift from conflict being always negative to be looking for ways of growing and understanding why someone feels the way they do or why someone has a particular view about something. And even if it is a mediation just involving money, for example, there can still be an understanding of different perspectives. And I think it's important to try and be future focused and be positive about conflict. And with that, I'm sad to say we've come to the end of our chat. Thank you for bringing those calming colors into our program. Thank you very much for your time today, Vesna. I've really enjoyed our conversation. Thank you so much. Dear listeners, this was Lara Bishkov, a mediator and lawyer from Sydney. I hope you're going to join me next week at the same time for another episode of Mediation Today. Goodbye.